Hey everybody, I'm John Mark Comer here with the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, March 20th. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the middle of a crazy week. Many of you have been under self-quarantine or some kind of a version of lockdown for a full week now. That's if you're in Portland. If you're hearing from somewhere else, who knows how long. Tonight is my family's Sabbath. We Sabbath from sundown on Friday evening to the same time on Saturday. I know that for most of you, Sabbath starts Saturday night or Sunday morning, and Sunday really is the best day for most followers of Jesus. But prior to a few weeks ago, Sunday was a very long day for me. Who knows in the coming season? But all of us at some level are nearing the day of rest. And, you know, the Sabbath feels a little bit different for those of us who have been cooped up at home or in our apartment or all alone for over a week. And all of this time at home has me thinking a lot about the Sabbath and about what happens when we don't Sabbath. There's a fascinating warning in the Torah, in the book of Leviticus, to Israel on just what will happen, the gravity of what will happen if they neglect the practice of Sabbath. Let me read to you from Leviticus chapter 25. God says this, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I shall give you, and the land then is to have a Sabbath to the Lord. Notice, not just you, the land, the earth, planet earth is to have a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in its crop. But during the seventh year, the land shall have a Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall not sow your field nor prune your vineyard. So this is an agrarian economy. That would be like saying don't go into the office for a year and just live off dividends or something like that in our knowledge economy. But God goes on. If they neglect the practice of Sabbath and the sabbatical year, if they do not care not only for kind of the community, but for the earth itself, then God has this warning. I will scatter you among the nations and will draw out a sword after you as your land becomes desolate and your cities become waste. That's fascinating. Many of our cities right now feel like a wasteland. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation, it will observe the rest which it did not observe on your Sabbaths while you were living in it. And in fact, actually later in the book of 2 Chronicles, the writer interprets the exile of Israel to Babylon as exactly that. He writes that right after Israel went into exile, quote, to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. Now, please hear me. I am not saying that the coronavirus pandemic is God's punishment on the workaholism and environmental degradation and mass consumption of our world. If the disease has a spiritual source or some kind of a spiritual backing, I would default to laying the blame at the feet of the Satan, not at Jesus of Nazareth. In every single example we have of Jesus' interaction with disease and death in the four Gospels, he sees it in every time as an enemy to fight, not the will of the Father's love or some kind of divine plan. That said... There is something to the idea of a forced Sabbath or a forced kind of sabbatical season to life and for the earth itself. Wayne Mueller in his book on the Sabbath has this idea that if we neglect the Sabbath, often we get sick and illness or injury then becomes our Sabbath against our will, a kind of forced Sabbath or season of rest. 
I think I wrote in my last book that Sabbath is coming for you, whether as discipline or as delight. And that sounds ominous, but it's really not. It just shows how deep the need in the human body and in the earth itself it is for rest. So as we look forward to the Sabbath, look forward to a day of stopping and resting and delighting and worshiping, the four movements of Sabbath. I think the opportunity that we have with the corona kind of moment is to give more time to rest, to cease from consumption, to lower our pollution. I mean, they are saying that you can hear the birds in Chinese cities for the first time in years. They're saying you can see clear sky and the stars better than in decades. There is a chance, even up against the satanic evil of disease and death, that rest right now, we have a chance, an opportunity to rest in God as an act of trust in God. So let's just take a moment to pray as we gear up for the weekend. Just take a deep breath. Feel that oxygen come all the way into your body. Exhale out any anxiety or fear or exhaustion. Come back to your body, to the moment. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body is the locus point of where you meet with God. Anything in your body that is not of God, any tension or anxiety or pain or grief or illness, just breathe it out to God in prayer. Feel your feet on the ground and ground yourself in God through abiding. That word from John 15, to abide, it's meno in Greek. It can be translated to make your home in God or my favorite translation is to come to rest in God as God comes to rest in you. Just take this moment to come to rest in God and his love, to give him not only your fear, but your trust and your gratitude. Whatever comes, comes. Just take this moment to rest. Peace to all of you. We have no plan to release a Bridgetown Daily tomorrow as I plan to take a Sabbath, take a full 24 hours offline. But here's my prayer for you over the weekend and on your Sabbath and as we move to worship on Sunday. This is just a quote of Paul's prayer for the church in Thessaly and I end with this. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you.